Welcome to another episode of Right Angle Donuts. You're here with Stat House. Yo. You on the line? I'm here. How about Hunter? Are you there? I am finally here. Yes, I am here. Good. Hey. We had a little technical difficulty leading up to this, but <laughs> I think we got everybody now. That was pretty funny. I got to admit it. It was. How are you guys tonight? I'm doing really, really well. It's been a... Kylie and I uh, had a date night last night, so it was nice to get away for a little while. And today, Q had two soccer games, which went really well. And uh, I smoked some uh, wings. So that, now, does, yeah. does Q play soccer because you guys won't play him a real, let him play a real sport like football? Is that <laughs> what's going on? So it's you're afraid of concussions? It's, or no, actually, soccer has the most concussions like from a sport perspective but um, sure but, but then they're fine 10 seconds later and run down the field is that right. what you mean yes yeah. but that it's kylie's influence you know her and mm-hmm. kino both 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 played a lot of soccer when they were growing up so he's getting into it i guess and uh you know it's it has been interesting to see the evolution of of his play and you know the talent level older and uh whatnot so I don't know. I mean, I was. I never. I never played soccer when I was a kid. So. Oh, I, I did when I was real little. Yeah, I did too. I ne- I not once ever played soccer. So. Uh, I it's realized new that to running me. wasn't for me. So. Yeah, they do run quite a bit, but uh, no, it was. It was that's good. cool. Sam, what'd you yeah. do this weekend? Anything fun? No, not really. Nice. I worked yesterday, and. Um, yeah, today I just kind of hung out at the house. Went and changed the water over for the cows. It's been a productive day. I'm not gonna lie. I know. <laughs> Maybe swing by Bed Bath and Beyond if you have time. Or that's yeah, too far to to get to one. Yeah. So clearly you don't have enough time. Hans, so. <laughs> what'd you do? Oh, I spent the whole weekend up in Kansas City. So my daughter had doing a, swims. Uh, had a swim meet. Had districts. How, how'd this she weekend. do? So she did good. She's fighting a cold, so it was pretty rough go, but. She was a trooper. And on Facebook. She pounded, pounded through it, and and put up some good numbers. Shaved some That's time. That's good. Had some fun. So it was good. Nice. So, all right. Well, uh, just to kind of you know a, a a big shout out to Skogs for participating last episode. So we appreciate him coming by when we were talking. Thank about you, Skogs. It was, thanks, Skogs. So. It was your first and last appearance on yeah. Right Angle. Game. Sorry <laughs> to tell him that he will not be coming back. Um, first time. Yeah, yeah we'll see. So. <laughs> yeah, long time listener. Yeah, really showed uh, that he was a first time podcaster. So, no, we, uh, we appreciate it. Every once in a while, we'll throw somebody in the mix and we'll kind of, uh, you know. Well, we talk about all these guys. We should let so, them come on. And, yeah, every once in a while. Yeah, so my cousin, my cousin Joe wants to come on at some point and then um, we can bring Joel. He wants. To, he would do it. The you know he created our first cover cover, and then um, I'm sure Keenan Keenan would come on as well. So if we ever want to bring those guys on, we definitely can. Yeah, and plus that guy from Germany, we probably should call him. We have to find out yeah. who that is and I mean, just just see what's going on. So that, that'll probably be going. a 
that'll probably be a pretty quick episode. <laughs> Since none of us what speak are you German. saying? <laughs> I don't speak a lot of German. So. Speak English. And I don't think it's close to Spanish, so. Oh, so. All right, well, as always, we like to go around the room and, and talk about what we're drinking. But in addition to that, we thought we'd add a little uh, extra segment um, just to keep all of our faithful listeners engaged. Uh, to, yeah, engaged and keep them fresh. Also yeah. wanted to hear if there was something, something that uh, you were really excited about that maybe you watched, you know, a, a series or a movie that just came out or maybe a new album or music that you've been really digging on. So how so absolutely. So what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking wine again tonight. Go it's a figure. 2016 Bellicosa Cabernet. It's really good. I highly suggest it. It's uh, very moderately priced and readily available. So go after that. Uh, I, I'm going to talk about a movie that I've been watching lately. Um, so I mentioned in the last podcast that everybody should check out Knives Out. I still agree with that one. Uh, it's a really good movie. But another movie... Everybody has to see Jojo Rabbit. It is absolutely hilarious. Uh, okay. It's 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 satire, and it's about a little boy, ten years old, who it sets in um, World War II in Germany. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is the little boy's mother. And is this the one that looks like it could have been a Wes Anderson from the? Yes, that's exactly yeah. right. It, it, Previews. It, it, it's it totally reminds you, right? Uh, what's that? It's Tiki Watiti, who yes. is the director. Yeah. Well, he's one of the actors in it. Did he? He, he I made think anyway. He, I think he directed it. So it's absolutely f- hilarious. But um, this little boy, he's ten, Nazi Germany, like I said, and he's on the Germany side, and his imaginary friend is Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's but it's funny, and uh, I think. Way back in the day, not way back in the day, but a couple months ago, before it came out in the theater, Unser actually sent to the group chat a trailer for Jojo Rabbit, and I remember watching it thinking, this is absolutely hilarious, and it is, so I highly encourage the audience to go check out. I thoroughly love the film, and I think you guys will too. All right. So was there anything uh, you've been listening to at all? What's that? Anything new albums, nothing you've been listening to new? Let me pull it up, but yes, there's always something new that's uh, Maybe just pick that's one. Pretty good. So the new Okay, Amity Affliction. They just came out with a new mm-hmm. album on Friday and I've oh, been nice. listening uh yeah, listening, I've been listening to, to it. it. It's pretty good, but like yeah. all of their previous albums and all their previous themes, it's all about death and it's all about you know, whether it's suicide, depression, all that kind of stuff. So it's not necessarily a feel-good album, but good nonetheless. So just to recap, you're really into Hitler and <laughs> uh, death. music about death. And so. soaking in bleach. Right. Yes. There you go. And actually, when we get into the movie portion of it, Germany and Nazis will come into play again because we're discussing I assume 2000. Actually, we yeah. can't talk about it because we've already talked about that one in previous episodes. I'm not oh, going to talk about. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that film as much as oh, okay. two other ones that came out that year that are really wonderful films as well. So, right on. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. You want to go next or me? Oh, stat. Me? Stat. 
Go ahead, Stan. No, me? Yeah, what Go are you Stan. drinking? Oh, oh, so I'm drinking probably one of my top three favorite beers of all time. Um, I'm drinking a Prairie Artisan Ales Funky Gold Mosaic. It's a dry hop sour ale. Um, for anybody that has not had it, you should see if you can find it. It's amazing. Um, so it kind of gives you the best of both worlds because you got the hoppiness and then you also get the sour. So, Weren't you drinking that same brewery the last time? Probably last different. Week? I don't know. I drink a lot of different what beer. What was man. it? Prairie what? Prairie Artisan Ales. They're out of uh, McAllister, Krebs, Oklahoma. Gotcha. Okay. What are you watching? What are you listening to? What what trips you trigger? Well, something else I did today actually was I finished up the last season of BoJack Horseman. It's their final season. I don't know. Oh, really? One How of my favorite shows. Have? Six. Hmm. So, and was, that's with Will Arnett, right? Yep, Will Arnett, and uh, that's actually got a lot of uh, big names in it. Amy Sedakis. Polar. Oh, Sedakis. No. Um, she plays Princess Caroline. Nice. Yeah. You know, Will Arnett is also hosting the Lego Builder show on Fox. Yeah. yeah. Lego Clinton Masters. Loves, Lego Masters. It's pretty good. Clinton loves that show. Yeah, it is actually pretty good. Not bad. I like Will Arnett. I do, I do on too. Friday, on Friday, I did watch two movies with the wife. We watched uh, Joker. Finally watched yes. that one. I liked it a lot. Super Me dark. too. Ooh, do you um, know that... In the, I saw a little meme or what have you, but in the 1989 Batman, when uh, the Joker is going through the house and he looks at that picture and then he like spray paints it or puts the paint on it yeah. and puts the X mm-hmm. on it, that same photo is in, it's on the wall at in, uh, in Joker, the new one. Is it really? So, yeah. Oh, really? That's pretty yeah. cool. I thought that was kind of cool. I I, like you, uh, Stat. I thought it was a great film. It was definitely dark. uh, But I was really surprised that Skogs didn't like that one. Well, he doesn't like anything that he should like and like (laughs) stuff that he shouldn't. So, (laughs) a pretty good description of Skogs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love the Christopher Nolan series. It's dark and twisted, but I don't like Joker. (laughs) So. What, what other that movie did good, you watch? Yeah, after that feel-good movie, we watched Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, yeah? Another good one. one. Hmm. I, I liked it. I wanted to check that one out, too. I haven't so, seen it yet. I've, I've heard good I kind of things. already knew the story behind it, but yeah. um, not of the actual driver played by Christian Bale. But, gotcha. Um, he did a really good job. And, I mean, everybody does. Matt Damon, Christian Bale. It's a good movie. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, right on. Uh, sir, what are you, what are you drinking? Oh, music-wise, uh, I can't stop listening to the new album. Or it's not even an album. It's three songs from Kill the Lights. Um, they have a single called Shed My Skin and two other songs that paired with it. And I love it. Kill the Lights. I think Lights. I shared it with you guys. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I sent it to you. Yeah, to yeah, that you one did. Out. You did, and I liked it. I uh, I did like it very much. Nice. Shed my skin, kill the yep. lights. Yep, there you go. Cool. So the the band is called Kill the Lights, or they're correct. Called... Yes, okay. the song is Shed My Skin. Look it up. All right. Yeah, I wrote it down. So there you go. That's how excited I am. There you go. Unser, what are you drinking tonight? Oh, uh, I decided to uh, take it easy, and I cracked up a nice uh, uh, banquet. 
So I am drinking a Coors. Mm. Weren't so. you drinking a banquet last time? Yeah. Coors Light. I, no, it was a Coors. No, it's always a Coors. I don't. Yeah. If I'm buying any, I'll probably just buy Coors. So haven't really branched out, tried anything new. Um, yeah, I usually just drink whatever stat brings to Axe, and <laughs> a lot of times it's gross. So <laughs> no, I, it's not. I just I just drink Coors. So. And I'm happy with that. No, some of them are pretty good, but I stopped trying to compete with with you boys uh, when it comes to the kind of crazy drinks. I just like beer, so that's what I'm there drinking. You so, uh, you know, a couple things I've been um, uh, watching. Um, I went back and rewatched uh, Six Underground um, on Netflix, the movie with Ryan. Is Reynolds. that Ryan Reynolds? Um, and I mean, it's what directed- Underground? Six Underground. Six. The number six oh. and then underground. It's about uh, basically okay. he's like a billionaire, and uh, but um, him and six others uh, kind of go on this. Uh, they're basically Off like a the grid, right? Yeah, they're so they're all technically dead, but they're not um, like I guess legally dead, but they're not. And so they go around and they kind of kill the really bad people that uh, can't be killed or you know that whatever start a start a coup all that kind of stuff but it's directed by michael bay and you know so it's really got that transformers um explosions and stuff which can be a little much uh but Mm -hmm. it also has ryan reynolds in it and you know fast talking uh jokes and uh all the different kind of uh so it's kind of i would say like a a cross between the action sequences of like the transformers movies and such but with the humor of deadpool um, so okay. pretty good. I'm going to have to uh, check it. I, I, I watched it as soon as it came out a few months back and then I rewatched it again. Cause I was like, oh. and I kind of fell asleep the first time, but, uh, really like that. You know, the <laughs> other thing that I, uh, um, did you catch up on dark? I, I finished dark <laughs> season two and whoo, that is a confusing, uh, television <laughs> show series. What and is yeah, that, that one? I've not... to that one. I've not sure. heard that one. Who's who's in that one? Uh, no one. I mean, Nobody. It's all German. Yeah. But uh, oh, you know, our, our Germany listener knows what it <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. He so. can explain it <laughs> when he or she comes on. But uh, it's <laughs> they a very, can totally relate to us. Yeah, it's a very complex story. Um, and in all honesty, very. About halfway through, once I almost finished the first season, I had I found a, a chart that had everyone's faces on it and how they were uh-huh. related. And it actually did helped. it make it more confusing a little bit, was... but it also helped. I kept referring back to it on my phone, but uh, it's a very good series. Um, but you cannot fall asleep. You cannot be doing something else no. while it's going on. It, there's there's multiple timelines going at the same time, so you have to you really so you really have to devote. Ooh, yeah, you have to. Yeah, okay. you really got. I feel attention. like the cinematography of it is just absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I'll check um, it out. It, it was really soundtrack good. is great. It's so, it's fantastic. Yeah, cool. it, but it, it's definitely an investment, and you know it can be a little frustrating um, in those first few episodes because you're like, what is happening? Like <laughs> it's just kind of confusing um, and a little overwhelming. But once you really start to get into it, it's it's just I, I just couldn't stop. So I think when I first watched it, I made it three episodes and went back and watched the first three again. Yeah, really. So, well, yep. you know, Stat, when you crashed at, at, at our house, uh, you know, I think I fell asleep to one of them, and then I had to go back and <laughs> yeah. 
rewatched oh, yeah. like two back because I just missed too much. So, uh, you know, and the last thing I um, uh, altered carbon on Netflix season two is coming out this week. So I went back and watched that whole season one. And that is just such a good series. Um, but uh, definitely don't have the kids around uh, while, while that one's going. So um, it's a little more intense for Netflix. A lot of nudity, a hmm. um, lot of lot of action, uh, but really good um, and just kind of crazy. So kind of futuristic, utopian, um, uh, really good. But season two comes out on Thursday, I think. So, uh, and this is on Netflix. Uh, yeah, both uh, all three of those actually are on Netflix. Clearly, I've been spending a lot of time on Netflix. So, so um, and cool. really, uh, the only kind of new thing that I've been listening to, and I sent it to you guys too, uh, that Metalhead new album or that new song. Um, I really liked it. I Machine it Head. Really, Machine Head. Excuse me. Drain, Machine Head. Circle yeah. the drain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I really did. I thought it was pretty good so a little anti-valentine's ish uh song but uh it's pretty good so you know i like machine head i've been following them for years and Mm -hmm. i think for me with them like their uh, the burning red that was more of a mainstream album and it's interesting how they've progressed over the years because instead of getting lighter they've actually gotten heavier and heavier they have gotten heavier yeah yep as as the years have gone on and then i know like last year or maybe two years ago pretty much the entire band quit and so he's starting over with pretty much a brand new band uh but it's interesting just to see the evolution of machine head and as they've gotten older they've actually gone less mainstream and they're totally okay with that and they just don't care anymore you know they just put out really really heavy music and you know that's what we like so uh i did i did check it out and i like it so uh, So, well it's kind of well at x at at x league with josh this week uh one of the guys that we throw with his name is lee um, the previous week or last week, uh, we had shared some different metal bands that we were listening to. And he came to me this week and I said, did you listen to those bands? And he's like, yeah, I got to say, dude, they're heavy. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, so, so it's like you, I thought you liked metal music. And he's like, I thought I did too. <laughs> so. That's always nice. Cause I know, right. When I, when I tell people that I listen to metal music, they're like, Oh yeah, I like guns and roses. And I'm like, no, no, no! You don't understand. No. <laughs> I like metal music. I don't. I don't like that poppy crap rock. Uh, you know, and the thing that I hate the most, I think, of the entire hard rock or metal genre is arena rock. I hate arena rock. Like Five Finger Death Punch can go fuck themselves. I hate it. I hate that crap. Um, it's got a place though. Yeah, um, maybe. I, was, I just say that because Unser and I went. And saw yeah, we went saw. <laughs> so uh, now that was because my wife wanted to go. So well, that's her. That's, hey, she likes some and, of. I I drag her to a lot of concerts, so she drug us to that one. They did. They put on. And a it good was all right. Too. It was a good so. show. It was them, and in this moment, it was a good show. So I but guess I, I agree. I, agree. I, I hear what you're saying. So anyway, kind of fall into that arena rock kind of, I yeah. just, it's not me, but 
I know there's a lot of people that love Arena Rock, so I'm, I'm, I apologize if I've triggered somebody in anger by making that that comment. So, <laughs> well, it's good to have a disclaimer on there too. So, all right. Well, that's not what. Uh, appreciate the input, but that's not what tonight's about. Uh, tonight's tonight about two thousand nine. Yeah, two thousand nine. So, uh, House, you said you had some uh, some fun facts, some interesting things that happened in two thousand nine. You want to talk about so- them? So. We're just going to touch real quick. Don't want to belabor anything. But 2009, as a lot of people know, it was an election year. So that's the year mm-hmm. that Barack, Barack Obama was elected. Um, from a What's it new, like to be the first and last black president? <laughs> <laughs> from a uh, news story perspective, um, that was the flight on the Hudson or the landing on the Hudson flight. Sully Sullenberger landed, you know, safely on the Hudson river and everybody got out safely. So they made that. Was it a Tom Hanks movie? Yeah. They should make a movie about that. Yeah. Sully. Sully. Um, and then, uh, for the super bowl, who won that year? Do you guys know? I do. Yes. I don't. Uh, it was a last second, like 35 seconds left in the game. There was a catch in the end zone for a touchdown. So it was the Steelers <laughs> over the Arizona Cardinals, 27-23. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For some reason, I, d- I don't remember watching that game at all. Oh, I remember that game. Mm-hmm. Stat, do you remember I remember that the game? catch. Oh, yeah, I remember. I think I remember the, the Steelers won. Warner. Right? Oh, yeah, no. Steelers won. Yeah, because I think that was when I – Went over to the boys' house for a Super Bowl party. Did you pass out? Got wicked drunk before the game started. Snuck out, drove home, passed out in the in my chair, and then I woke up to like the the balloons falling or you know confetti <laughs> falling and what have you. So, needless to say, I haven't gone over there for a Super Bowl party since then. So, nice. So, well, so yes, so the Steelers, got- Steelers won that one, and then World Series. Do you guys remember the World Series? I don't. I don't remember it, but I know no, the one. Yankees versus because Philly. I looked it up. I know. Yeah. Game, four games to two. I don't. Rem- I don't remember the Phillies being in it, but I, that was probably must have been what Chase Utley. No, I don't know. Sure, probably. Yes, back then for the it Phillies. definitely <laughs> was Chase Utley. You would know more, <laughs> better than us. So yeah, probably. So. I would agree oh, do you guys know who won the NCAA men's tournament that year? Uh, Duke. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's Hunter's favorite team. Duke. Oh, God, no. UNC. Yeah. Tar Heels oh. over Michigan State Spartans. So they they've actually been talking about that year a lot, just because uh, the Tar Heels have been so awful this year. And I believe that year was the year the year right before that they had one of their worst seasons ever. And then the next year they won the tournament. So. Interesting. Uh, that's what they're hoping for, I guess, long term. I don't know. It's, they're awful. Worst team in the world. <laughs> I hate UNC with every ounce of my being, and I love the fact that they are garbage and will lose in the NIT this year. So, Well, there you go. Well, I was so, how- not even going to make it to the NIT. We're really fucking bad this year. <laughs> not as bad as K-State. Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, it just it's sucked. We, it's... It's definitely not been a fun year for Iowa State sports. Uh, Honestly, I stopped really watching. I, the last part of any game I watched was the K-State-Kansas game. 
and I turned it off before the end, and before I guess I should have watched fight. the end. Yeah, yeah, and I haven't watched the game since. I just it's whatever. Well, they play again. I think next Saturday. Oh, I hate KU. So do I. But well, of course, KU just beat Baylor. So I know they that's did by three. Yeah, that was the game of the year, I guess. Yeah, I missed that one. So I was watching Duke beat the snot out of whoever they played. So <laughs> you and I probably. Anyway, anybody anybody know who won? Oh, I got a few things here. Oh, oh okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So keep it on the sports theme, real quick. Who won the Stanley Cup in two thousand nine? The Penguins. It was the Penguins. I was waiting for it. Are you it was finally a year? Yeah, <laughs> Penguins beat the Red Wings. I knew you were going to like that. <laughs> um, it's like a broken clock over here. I love it. So, in two thousand nine, Sony sold twelve million floppy disks. Oh, really? How does that make you feel? Yeah, floppy disks. Those were yeah. still in existence in two thousand nine. They hadn't. Uh, yeah. Done away with them sooner. Nope. Uh, probably by 2010 would be my no. guess. But um, 2009 was also when uh, Kanye uh, interrupted Taylor Swift during her oh the MCV speech. One. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, she didn't deserve it. Basically, is what he was saying. She's she's great. She's talented, but everybody knows Beyonce should have won. <laughs> so, which is probably true, but uh, it's probably true. Tiger Woods got in a little bit of trouble that year. Yes. Yeah, he got after Thanksgiving, correct? Yeah. He was in a little marital spat. Um, he recovered, though. He, yeah. yeah, he's doing all right. <laughs> not, not fully. I mean, that's good. Okay. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, he's all right. Well, he won the. And then. Was it, what did he win? I don't know. This year? Or no, he won a big 2019. Last year he won a big tournament. It wasn't was it the Masters or U.S. Open? He won a big I, tournament. I, it, I don't think it, it wasn't the Masters. It was was it the, the Open? It, it might have been. It could have been. So it was, a, it, it was a major. Anyway, so, um, Michael Jackson died. He <laughs> he. Oh. <laughs> Come on, <man. laughs> and. <laughs> We'll just leave that one with that. And uh, my last one that I've got here, and I think it's pretty fascinating, was a gentleman by the name of Donald Unger cracked his left knuckles every day for 60 years, uh, but he did not crack the knuckles on his right hand. And this proves that knuckle cracking had no effect on his health. And so in 2009, he earned the Nobel Prize in medicine. What? Was he a doctor? No. Huh. So he would he would only crack one, not only he so he'd only just crack his left his hand, left knuckles. Yep. Do you think like For late, at, late at night at one and point the entire like, audience I'm just is gonna, trying to crack their knuckles right? Now. I'm just gonna. I just did right. too. Uh, like, well, did you guys ever? I grew up saying, "Well, if you crack your knuckles, you'll get your arthritis." Knuckles, you'll get arthritis. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's kind of funny because I have arthritis in my back now, and I used to crack my neck all the time. But oh, when right. I saw this, I was like, "All right." So it wasn't because I did it to myself. See, I crack my knuckles all the time. It's I don't necessarily notice it when I'm doing it, but I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'll have yeah. joint yeah. pain when I get older. I don't know. I will yeah. be forty yeah. this year. So dun dun Ooh, dun. Oh wait, Big so year. will I shoot? <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple more years. So I always forget so that. So. All right. Well, let's let's so. keep it rolling. Yeah. All right. So so 2009. Now that we're kind of in the mood, 
Uh, yeah, are we going to do movies first? Talk about some movies, talk about some music. Um, you know, just kind of go around the room. Who wants to go first? I'll go. We'll start, I, with, I we'll usually, start with House. I usually okay. go first. Right. So, we've, uh, as mentioned in the Pitbull podcast, Inglorious Bastards, one of my favorite films of all time, not only my fav- one of my favorite Tarantino films, but, you know, kind of playing into the German slash nazi theme uh, <laughs> we know you're pretty passionate about it so. <clears throat> yeah no not really but anyway uh <laughs> so inglorious bastards obviously is probably my number one film of that particular year but because i've already talked about it i don't want to belabor the point so yeah my good number- movie. go check it out my number two movie and i didn't watch this in 2009 it it didn't I didn't watch this movie until probably two or three years ago. And I don't know why I never watched it before, um, but it's one of the best films that was of 2009 is The Hurt Locker. And I'm a big Jeremy Renner fan, but the thing that I love about... You like his music too or just his movies? I've never listened to his music until I saw the Jeep commercial. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, he's got a few albums. I oh. didn't even know that he's saying. But yeah. uh, so, Hurt Locker is a phenomenal movie, and I the thing about that movie that I love is the suspense that is the movie because the entire time I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, this motherfucker's gonna die. He's gonna get blown up. He's gonna get blown up. He's gonna get blown up," and he never gets blown up. And you know, he sees other people in his squad die like at the beginning of the movie and then he has those two guys on his team and every time that they go out to a situation to defuse a bomb it just it keeps you on the edge of your seat and the one scene that's probably that resonates the most with me on that film is when they go to the guy and he's like in the town square and he had he's got bombs strapped to him and they're they're locked with padlocks and jeremy renner's character he has to go out there and he has to cut all these locks so he can defuse the bomb and then at a certain point he's like i I, i'm sorry i don't have enough i i can't save you i can't save you and so he runs away and then the dude blows up and how they shot it with the guy just completely exploding i i mean that stuck with me i mean it was pretty impactful so that's a good movie it's it's a wonderful movie, and I would suggest to the audience, if you haven't seen it, you definitely have to check it out. It's really intense, so make sure that you're paying attention for the entire time. Uh, Real quick, speaking of people getting blown up, I know we already talked about current stuff, but uh, Unser, you turned me on to Evil Genius. Yeah. And that sh- that's a real-life story, and it shows the guy getting blown up in real life. Yeah, it's that one. Pretty fucked up. Yeah, that was pretty messed up. So, right up the I bat. Made, like, I made Misty watch it all, episode, but I was like, gosh, like I'm not going to watch this guy get blown up. I was like, then close your eyes, because it's going to show. <laughs> <laughs> I need to check it. I, I definitely need to check it out. I have not. That's, that's a good series, You too. should. That's a, it like, is. If you like the super kind of messed up murder, um, you know, documentaries. Yeah. Uh, it was, 
and it took until the last episode before they revealed everything. So I mean, you got to watch all of them. Yeah. I mean, did you kind of figure if you if you want the whole story? No, I was totally mystified by the end of it. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't see that happening at all. Nice. So, so my third movie, my third and final movie. There, there are quite a few movies that There's came out. There's a lot out. of good ones this year. There's a lot of good ones, but I think this next one is actually gonna throw you guys because it's a little atypical of what I would pick. Do you guys want to guess before I reveal my third and final one? Star Trek. No. Nope. He's just not that into you. <laughs> very, no. um, very, very, <laughs> no, do you want a serious guess? Yeah, I'll take a serious guess. Uh, the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. No. So, Up is one of my... I knew it was going to be Up. I just didn't want to... No, Because <laughs> I didn't even write it on my list. I did, and I was like, one of these fuckers is going to put Up on there because they got it's a, uh, No, it it's a, a movie. It's a really, really good film. And like all Disney movies, you know, they start off sad which this one does, uh, but it, you know, ends on a very wonderful note. And th- uh, there's a lot of different things that I love about it, but I love, he's a talking dog. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I've never seen it. Oh, oh my God. It is it's really awesome. Good. It's awesome. I do know there was a, I believe there was like a make a wish foundation person, kid that, well, their wish was to see up. And so like an executive like flew out with a copy of it to the hospital and, sh- and they had a private screening of it and all that. And then the kid died that night. Oh, really? So, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Good story. Well, uh, I guess, I guess, Did you that- know, uh, that the, and I only learned about this recently, but the, the older guy in up that um, yeah, he used to work at a balloon factory. Why like, wouldn't you? Well, I just never knew that. I just assumed he just got all those balloons. That's you how, know. I wish that's how I got my career started. So did, how? <laughs> how how did you get into commercial real estate? Well, I, I used to pump a lot of gas. <laughs> so. I worked at I worked at a balloon factory. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was very interesting because it really lifted my career. It uh, didn't. Uh, ooh, <laughs> but a box. <laughs> Dad joke. <laughs> it elevated me to the top. So uh, <laughs> anyway, so those are those are my top three films of 2009. I like I said, Inglorious, phenomenal film. That's by in large and hands down my my all time favorite film. Um, and then you got the Hurt Locker, and then Up. So those are my three picks. All right. Okay. Those, those are picks. solid. So, Stat, do you want to go next? But I'm sure you have about 15 movies on there. So, <laughs> I, I do. I do. I've got it narrowed down to. I've got four with stars by him. So okay. I okay. can just. We'll, I'll talk about these four. Then you do yours, and then we can okay. wrap up with anything we didn't talk about. Okay. Um, I guess I'll start with my. And I don't know which my favorite would be between these two, but I'll start with Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, by now everybody probably knows that I like Wes Anderson. So yeah, we've heard that 
So that's a good one. There, I actually like there that was movie a lot. there was no CGI used in that movie except for one scene, the flood scene. Yeah, everything else was done with puppeteers. So, and you know, Wes Anderson is just a genius. Um, he used the real fur from the animals for the puppets. So that's why it looks kind of matted and, and wavy in parts. Um, the color scheme is all that autumnal. So it's all those yellows and kind of the burnt browns and colors, except for, um, and now I can't remember the, the name of the, the kid, but the cousin, Fox, that comes to stay with them. Since he's an outsider, he wears blue because there's like no blues or anything in the movie except for him because he's not part of the main group. Interesting. So it's the little things. Uh, the little fox that wants to be the bandit, um, Mr. Fox's son, has like an ear twitch. And that's, I guess, a common tick with real foxes when they're trying to show aggression. Really? So, yeah. It's like it, just the little levels of detail that he puts into his movies, I guess, is why I, I find him so fascinating. What I love, what I love about Wes Anderson films is he has a lot of commonalities uh, from an actor perspective in a lot mm -hmm. of his film. So, you know, Bill Murray, Jason Schwartzman, uh, mm -hmm. Eric Chase Anderson, they're all common actors that are in probably, I don't know if they're in all of his films. They're in a lot of them. But they're in a lot of them. Jeff Goldblum. And I think that's, you know, what I really like about it is the common themes, kind of like from a Tarantino perspective, he uses a lot of the same actors in a lot mm -hmm. of his movies, like Samuel L. Jackson. And then you even have someone like Adam Sandler. Uh, I'm not saying that Adam Sandler is necessarily in the same realm as Quentin Tarantino or Wes Anderson, but, yeah, but he uses, but he uses a yeah. lot of the he same does. people yeah. in a lot of his films. And it just creates a continuity that I really... I, I respect it and I enjoy it. Yeah, there's, I would agree with that. A lot of big name actors too in Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, George it was uh, George Clooney. It was his first introduction into an animated film. Yeah, yeah. Bill Murray. He's in it. Oh, yeah. Meryl Streep. Yeah, William Defoe. Owen yes. Wilson. Yep. And so. actually, Wes Anderson uh, has a cameo. He's the uh, real estate agent. He's it's the first easel. time he. No, he's the real estate agent. Well, it also says here on IMDb that he's the weasel. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. Well, then maybe he is. Well, there you go. Sounds so, like a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater over here. I'm pretty sure that's the first time he IMDb was would in lie. one of his films. <laughs> hey, has he ever done any other like acting I'm, or anything in his movies? Maybe since then. I'm not sure. Maybe in Isle of Dogs. I'm not sure. Uh, he was the writer in Isle of Dogs. But as far as being a voice or playing a part in it, I'm... Yeah, I wonder. I'm try I'm looking right now. He's I got four credits as an actor. He's an additional voice in Sing. Mm -hmm. I don't know what Sing is. Born in oh. Houston, Texas. That's interesting. 1969. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So, well, good take. Oh, it does I like say. That. Oh, I, I am now cheating too on IMDb, and it says that in the Royal Tenenbaums, he plays the tennis match commentator number one oh, voice, I, un, uncredited. Of but, course, he played that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that role was literally written for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only other I thing besides those is an American <laughs> Express commercial. So, oh, well, there you go. Mm. So, yeah, good, good so, pick. That's number uh, one. Okay. That's number one. 
All right, what else you got? Um, number two, and this one's going to be different from what I normally like, but it, I feel like it's such an iconic movie that we should talk about it, and that's The Hangover. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Somebody so, was going to bring it up. So. Um, you guys might not know this, but I consider myself a bit of a loner. <laughs> I tend to think of myself as a one-man wolf pack. <laughs> so, you guys are my wolf pack. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. It's right there at the corner of get a map and go fuck yourself. Yeah. So. <laughs> but you know what best little chap, you know where that is? I do. It's at the corner of get a map and fuck off. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck on me? <laughs> In the face. <laughs> yeah, that, that come is... over here, fat Jesus. <laughs> or no, come over here, beautiful. <laughs> Not you, fat Jesus. All right. Let's go, handsome. Come on. Not you, fat Jesus. Slide it on back. You, pretty boy. I love, I love, that. well, there's, I love that entire movie, but um, I like the part where the he's... first time you watched it, did you guys know what the what it was going to be, where he was going to be at? I I didn't. No, on no, top I of the, on top of the roof at Caesars. No, I had yeah. no clue. No clue. But if I was on to, if I was locked out on top of the roof at Caesars, I know, like at the end of the film, he was really, really sunburned. I would be uh-huh. really, really, really <laughs> sunburned. <laughs> yeah, and my head. I would have cancer all over my head after that. So uh, I felt I but felt bad. It's great. I mean, they tell you towards the beginning, towards the early part in the movie with the mattress. Yeah. I mean, everybody just overlooks it, man. Some guys just can't handle Vegas. Yeah. You know, they tried to show us then. And when it came back to it, I was like, that's brilliant. Vegas is one of those love-hate relationships with me. I absolutely, and I think a lot of people would say the exact same thing, but they absolutely love the town when they when they land, and then when they fly out, it's like the best day of your life. It's just yeah. Vegas exhausts me just thinking about it, and I'm getting ready to book yet another trip out to Vegas this year. So. When are you going to Vegas? It's going to be mid-May. It's for that oh, okay. real estate conference that I usually go to. And I'll so, be out there early part of October. For a convention, so October is a nice year to be out in Vegas, and May is actually a nice year. A, uh, sorry, month. Uh, uh, May isn't a bad month to be out there too because it's right before it gets really hot. And right. I remember we got the cab uh, from the airport this past year, and we were driving to the to the hotel. And I was just talking with the cabbie because we were stuck in traffic and we had nothing better to do. And I was like, okay, so I've never been to Vegas in the middle of the summer. I go, how hot does it get? And he, he's like a Somalian guy or whatever. And he looks in the rearview mirror right at me and he goes, oh, it gets really hot. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, how hot does it get? He goes, oh, it gets like 106. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, and is it like that every day? And he goes, yes. <laughs> I just can't handle the heat like that. Like, And then a lot of people say, well, yeah, but it's a dry but heat. It's a dry heat. Like, no, it's still a fucking oven. It's hot. And yeah. Oh my god! In this the real estate conference that I go to, inevitably every single year I get shin splints because I'm walking so much. So, but other than that, it's a great place to go. I, I encourage everybody to go there. Yeah, 
<laughs> just don't take a bunch of roofies with your Jaeger shots. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it would mellow me out. It's a good rule of thumb. But no. I used to take four hits a night. Um, <laughs> I like that pick. That's a good one. Obviously, okay. we should talk about um, <laughs> uh, The Hangover. So It's a good movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. Um, and then, okay, what's number three? So, probably one. I think everybody's seen it. I hope that, you, well, of you two. Um, Bronson. <laughs> Have you seen Bronson with Tom Hardy? I've seen it. I know what no. you're talking about. So, Bronson. You need to add it to the I top didn't actually know few. that that was out that year. Bronson. Well, IMDb says 2008, but. It actually was release date was in March of two thousand nine. Yeah. So No, I like that movie a lot. I, I didn't even didn't even so come it's, up. And on it's my based list. on I don't know. IMDB says two thousand nine or eight. Yeah. yeah, but scroll down. What does it also say right there next to it? It says thirteen March two thousand nine, UK. Uh, so Yeah, that it wasn't released until oh nine. That is a really right. good movie. So it is. is there, Tom Hardy is badass. Dude, he I, is phenomenal. And for all of our um, female listeners, uh, there is male frontal nudity of Tom Hardy in this movie. <laughs> so, was that a warning or encouragement for them? So, for for guy listeners, it's a warning. For girl okay. listeners, it's an encouragement to go okay. check it out. So, I'm gonna watch this film. I have, yeah, it is a really good dude. Movie. It is so good. Um, yeah. Based it on a looks, true story, it looks kind of dementia. yeah. It's pretty it, it, messed it's, up. It's basically based on a guy who got caught robbing. I mean, he's what seventeen, eighteen, something like that. He's late teens. Went to rob a uh, store, got caught, was sentenced to like seven years, and ended up serving basically life in prison. Yeah, um, because huh. he gets he's so violent. He takes on this uh, alter ego and just beats the ever living shit out of everybody in prison and the guards and like everybody. So um, he's basically Britain's most dangerous criminal and was there on a seven year stint. Yeah. So, um, interesting, all based on a true story. So it's, it's definitely worth a check. I love that movie. You know, Tom Hardy, another film that he's in, that's where he beats the shit out of everybody is a movie called warrior. Have you guys seen that one? It's like I have MMA fight. Yeah, it. Oh my God. A- Stat, you would love this movie, but there's a there's a part where so they they enter in this MMA fighting tournament and Tom Hardy and I can't remember the other actor's name he's very well known but anyway he and his brother get entered into this MMA tournament together and I don't know if I want to give it away but anyway Tom Hardy's character every person that he fights Everybody's like doing these crazy moves at his opponents and all this kind of stuff in the octagon. And then he's just kind of standing there watching his opponent and they, they take a punch. He, you know, misses the punch or whatever. And then he goes and he just knocks the person out with one fucking just. So he was like a, a Kimbo slice, basically. Kind of. Yes. I mean, yeah, Kimbo yeah, slice yeah. used to just stand there. And I mean, he was big and didn't do anything. But if he landed a punch, you were out. Yeah, and that's exactly what he does. He just he clocks his opponent just once straight up in the face and they they're done. And then he without he doesn't like wait for the guy, the referee or whatever to come raise his arm up in victory. He just completely exits straight 
like the second that he knocks the guy out, he just leaves and it's fucking badass. So uh, that's another Tom Hardy film. Yeah. Warrior. I'll have to, yeah, I'll watch awesome. it. I'll have to watch that. Oh, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, it it's a great one. movie. All right, what else on your list? There, step. Well, we can we can come back to some other movies, um, and we'll go to you because I've got yeah, I definitely yeah. have well, more I could talk about. Well, sure. But. Uh, you know, uh, obviously, 2009 was a pretty big year. I'm surprised no one's talked about Avatar being out that year. I never watched it. I've never it. seen that one. Yeah. Never seen it. Have no desire to watch it. I don't it either. It was really good. I don't know what you guys really? are missing. Uh, or, what, Blue Aliens? Yeah. You like Blue Aliens? No, it's it's a good story. Um, obviously. Is it a tender love um, story? It just, since that popped up on Disney+. It's Plus, about oppression, isn't it? So Yeah, a little and bit. Sla- slavery so, a little bit? Yeah. Kind of, um, yeah. The kind of the aliens in this native land, um, it's being taken over by us. Um, but anyway, um, since we're going to uh, Disney this year, and uh, Avatar <laughs> came up on um, Disney Plus, yeah, my daughter wanted to watch it real bad, so I watched it recently, and it still holds up. It's still a good movie. So I don't know. You guys are missing out. Um, and then, since such a Guy Ritchie fan, I couldn't not talk about Sherlock Holmes, which came out that is year a good as well. One. Um, I think it's great. I think it's the best representation of that character. And Robert Downey Jr. does such a good job. Um, He's pretty in talented. That role. He um, really is. As well as what uh, Jude Law, who's in it yep. too. I um, like Jude Law too. Yep. But I like both. Um, I like the obviously the storyline, the mystery, just just everything about it. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's a it's a classic, but um, anytime a Guy Ritchie film's gonna pop up, I'm probably gonna say it's it's awesome. So he is your favorite. So he I is my favorite. Um, you know, another one that uh, I don't think a lot of people have seen, uh, but they if you really like action and you have any uh, seen any movies that have kind of ninjas and stuff, Ninja Assassin came out in 2009. <laughs> And it is the most, like, intense fighting uh, just ever. It's just awesome. Um, basically, I've never that, heard of it. That ninjas are uh, still in existence. They're kind of assassins, you know, obviously trained assassins uh, that have to go around. Well, one of them um, goes rogue, and they kind of talk about his story. But the fight scenes are amazing. How did... So, so if... If it's a ninja and he mm-hmm. went rogue, how did they find him? Well, uh, I can't really remember. <laughs> 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 but basically, you know, he something happened where he was supposed to kill someone and he didn't kill the girl. Um, oh, so instead, yeah, you don't get you caught every he, time. He turned around and uh, no, uh, but you know, kind of turned around and defended her um but he uses uh at the end he uses the like the it's the chain that has the two like knives on both ends in there where you know you kind of they spin it around their neck and then around their leg and it kind of shoots oh yeah it out. like in kill bill so yeah but just a hundred times more intense so that was pretty um, intense but it was uh that was one of my favorites um, definitely, I still watch it every once in a while just because uh, definitely holds up. Um, and what's it called again? Awesome. Ninja? 
Ninja Assassin. Ninja so, Assassin. I'm sure you could find it on Netflix or Amazon Prime or something uh, on there. That, I don't know. That one might be on Crackle. So no. <laughs> so it's definitely worth it. Um, it it's. I'm it's not really going to buy it. So yeah, but well, I'll watch it to do that. But uh, yeah, if it's on there, definitely check that one out. Okay, I'm looking then, on iTunes right now. Then the uh, last one, obviously, Zombieland. Yes. I wonder so, if you were going to put that on there. Um, you know, great comedy. Uh, just everything about it. Woody Harrelson is I hilarious. Think Woody Harrels- yeah, Woody so. Harrelson sets it apart. Yeah. And that when when that one came out, people knew about Emma Stone, but they didn't know about her talent at that time. And right. with me being a fellow redhead, I thought that Emma Stone was incredibly hot. I really liked her. Yeah, I agree with that. So that was back when she wasn't, you know, like a superstar. That's what I'm saying. Una- That's before unattainable. You know, yeah. So kind hey, of- well, speaking of her, have you guys watched that new show? Or uh, I think it was a show with her and uh, Jonah Hill. It's on Netflix. Oh, I know what you're talking about. No, yeah, I I want, I've got it. I've got it in my queue to watch. It looks like it's super weird. It was um, right up our alley. But- yeah, when he lost all that weight and then they gave uh-huh. him that show. Yep, <laughs> I can't remember what it's so, called, but I think she plays a blonde in it. So really, I don't. I don't know if that makes House out on Emma if she's a blonde. No, I mean, she knows what she is to the core, so that's okay. She's prettier as a redhead. Yes, I completely agree. And if you look at her eyebrows, that's where her true hair color is. Uh, that's why you got to dye those too. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, I think it was called. Or shave them off. It was called manic. Yeah, manic. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I've got it. I've got it queued up. I need to watch it now that I'm caught up on BoJack. Do it. So, but yeah, I love that movie. Um, I especially love every part with Bill Murray in it when they're at his house. Um, God damn it, Bill fucking Murray! Time to nut up or shut up. But, I wonder if Stanley loves Twinkies. Yeah, we should actually <laughs> we should actually just bring him a Twinkie on the. Well, see I just, what he, I just his reaction you like to him. It. What with being so, in Zombieland and all. Yeah. <laughs> snowballs! I fucking hate snowballs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a great movie. Uh, from that year. Nice. So, well, I knew somebody was going to bring that's it up, good. so I did not. Yeah, yeah, I left it. But it's a great, that is a, it's a wonderful, wonderful movie. Yeah. All right. Any other movies you guys have? I got an obscure one. I don't know if you guys have watched or not that everybody should see. What? Um, Extract. Yeah, I've not seen it. What it's is it? It's a Mike Judge film. Extract. Oh, no, I have not. Jason Bateman, Kristen Wiig, Ben Affleck. Mila Kunis, J.K. Simmons. It's it's got a pretty good cast. Wow. It's pretty hilarious. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll just leave that one alone. Everybody should just go watch it. Google um, it and go. 
So paranormal, the first paranormal activity came out in 09. Really? You know, yeah. I remember so young. So when I was coming down to Springfield for work a lot, that was one of the movies that you and I watched. Yeah. No, I remember. And did you guys know what it was when you watched it? Because I didn't. I, had a I thought it was good like idea. a documentary. I didn't realize that it. I thought it was just like live video of it. I didn't know exactly what it was. That didn't, so I was like, "This is super fucked up." That first one until didn't about come out. three quarters of the way. That first through. one didn't come out in two thousand in two thousand nine. <laughs> well, okay, it was released in two thousand nine in the U.S. Okay, okay, it came out so, in two thousand seven, but then I think it, yes. it re-released it in the states in okay. two thousand nine. So I just remember. So Yance and I watching it. Made you want, made you want to bust out the Ouija board? Isn't yeah. it at like the end, the ghost or whatever is looking at the camera in the corner and it like jumps out? It's, it's a demon. A yeah. demon. Yeah, but that's right. Oh my god! <laughs> I remember when Unser and I watched uh, the Lords uh, of Salem. Oh god! I wow, that was a... that that movie ended, <laughs> and Unser and I looked at each other going. What the fuck did we just watch? What the hell <laughs> was that? It yeah. was one of the most disjointed films. And I love Rob Zombie, but it was one of the most disjointed films yeah. that I've ever seen. And Unser and I were just like, I really don't know what we just watched. Yeah. That was the weirdest fucking thing in the world. I, I will say we were pretty drunk when we started watching it. We were it, drunk, that's but true. But we were very sober by the time it was done. Because <laughs> that sounds accurate. We just yeah. stared like at the credits rolling. Like, what the hell did we just watch? Yes, like, it was... That was something. It was something else. Oh, the Lords of Salem. So... so. Well, All right. Scoves would be upset if we didn't mention The Dark Knight. So... Yeah, true. Yeah. First of the trilogy for Nolan's Batman. Fair. Which, Fair. at the time, it was my favorite Batman. Uh, it it beat out Michael Keaton. Oh, oh I, I agree. agree. Yeah, no, but, I agree with that. But since then, the following two, and actually the second in that series, Dark Knight, right? Or, what is it? The Dark Knight? The Dark Knight, mm-hmm. yeah. No. What's the second one? The Dark Knight. So that was the one with Joker, then. No. Yeah, oh, Batman, Batman Begins Batman was the Begins first one. Batman first Begins one. was the first one. Yeah. Okay, so The Dark Knight probably should be in my top three. I yeah. absolutely love that movie. Nice. Heath Ledger's portrayal of the Joker was really um, good. Second to none. I can't yeah. stress no, this enough. Again, that was a 2008 movie. So I don't think it oh was. My God, Dark Knight was. That? I don't think it was. July 18th, 2008, USA. IMDb so, does not lie. I don't know where you're getting these movies Often. from, but I mean, yes, they're great movies. <laughs> You're just completely wrong. Okay, so, so I'm looking it up. So it says 2008, but yeah, there's no but. It, it's it's 2008. Yep. So. so before we switch over to music, I just oh, that might have been 08. I might have messed up on that. I one, just sorry. poured a new beer it's from Renegade Brewing Company called I like Renegade In Point Triple India Pale Ale. Okay, nice. Pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't drank it yet, but supposedly, allegedly, it's, it's an eleven percent. <laughs> That's what you need. Oh my god! So, okay, you don't have to get up early tomorrow. So yeah, good fine. thing it's a Sunday night. Yeah, and I got to catch an early flight. But anyway, so let's move to music. Okay. Well, let's take a break. 
And then we'll come okay. back and we'll uh, talk about some music. Let's break. Well, welcome back to Right Angle Donut. Right Angle Donuts. <laughs> Before we left, you got a new beer, so with a high ABV, so I thought I'd join you, and I grabbed an Imperial Grind Coffee Stout from Mother's nice. in Springfield, and they've got different ones this year. This is the one with the Columbia Santa Rita coffee, nice. so it's a 10.5%, so I'll join you. Well, I appreciate it, so yeah, it's unorthodox to uh, a high alcohol beer on a Sunday night. But Ooh, Renegade, delicious. Renegade Brewery, mm. and I'm going to take my first sip. Yeah, still it's drink, pretty darn good. Pretty still, darn good. A, mine's good. still drinking a course, just letting you guys know. <laughs> well, good for you. Good yep, for you. still good. Still good. So, All right, well, as we always do, we talk about movies, but we also talk about music. Um, and, Hell yeah. And just to go in normal fashion, I'll go ahead and go first so I can no. get mine out of the way. <laughs> I've got a whole sheet, so um, I did. I did break mine into just three succinct choices. So, so well, I I have two far and above. I know we're going to overlap, and then and then a whole bunch. Yeah. So So go ahead. Okay. Well, I will get my. I actually have four on my list. You'll be hurry up, happy. Hurry up. No, get done. So let's see if any of them are any of ours. Okay. That would be that'd be awesome. Well, the first one on my list is. Uh, Hailstorms debut album came out in 2009. <laughs> Gross. And I didn't. I didn't really? write that down, but I saw it. Yeah. Yes, and it's um, one of the only ones I can listen to that and like Icon for Hire uh, when my daughter's in the car because she really likes the uh, female lead singers. Um, but so I, I send you stuff to play for her. Yeah, those are pretty rough. vocalists. <laughs> we try them, but uh, they are heavy. But <laughs> but she uh, hailstorm. She likes Hailstorm quite a bit, so okay, um, uh, okay. So Kudos. I to that one a lot. Um, also, Chevelle, the yeah, uh, sci-fi, sci-fi crimes. crimes. Okay, damn it, That's that was on one of my, my two. That album came out, and that that is a classic. Uh, that what's I really your favorite enjoy. song on that album? Um, I like Shameful Metaphors. Is mine. Uh, mine's Sleep Apnea. Uh, my oh, song. that's a great one. So yeah, Ants, what's yours? I don't know. Um, <laughs> so that means jars is going to be like his favorite song. I love that. It's a that's a good pull on that because that's a hidden gem for Chabelle. Yeah. So, dude, was... I think I think it's in my opinion. I don't know if yeah. Okay, I'm going to say it. I think it's one of their best albums that they've ever done. Well, uh, it's probably my third favorite album. Really, I like. Yeah. Uh, so I so I said shameful metaphors, but a new momentum. That's a really good song. They're they have a lot of great. That songs whole album that is good. It is. They do. You could listen. You could listen to Mexican it Sun to is great. Really I mean, Jars is great. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a nice pull, Youngs. That's that's a really See? good one. I can throw them out every once in a while. So every once um, in a while. Yeah, pretty rare. Uh, also, another one uh, in kind of similar fashion. Breaking ben- Benjamins had that was uh, Dear Agony. Dear Agony. So, yeah, Dear Agony. One. That was a that was a good album. We've I, talked about them before. Just it was the fact that 
all of their albums kind of sound the same, but yeah, they yeah. do put on a good show. I mean, and ironically, they the put last out- time I saw them, Chevelle opened for them, and Chevelle absolutely blew them out of the water. It wasn't even close. But really, yeah, it was kind of sad, really. But see, they, they still Benjamin, are, they're all right. Breaking Benjamin is a really good band. Uh, but yeah. I like I like their older stuff better than the newer stuff. But you're right. I would agree. I with think that. The reason, their first three or four albums. Yeah, right? but the reason why I don't like their newer stuff is exactly the reason what you just said was it sounds a lot like all of their older stuff. Like they don't they don't switch it up a whole lot. Which okay, it's fine, whatever. But Dear Agony was a decent record. I don't think that it was... It wasn't my favorite that they've done. But there were only a couple songs on there that really I listened to. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I ended up... But it's a good one. On, on the car ride home, I kind of threw all of the uh, 2009 ones that I had. Yeah. Uh, that I kind of pulled all together. And, I you Will know, Not Bow is a great song. It made it's for a great song. That's actually one of my favorite songs I of theirs. Yeah, no, that's a good one. I so. bet Scuggs really likes that one. And the last, the last album <laughs> that I put on here um, for some honorable mention, um, just because I think uh, Eric Cartman's version is the absolute <laughs> best. But Lady Gaga had an album that came out with Bad Romance, and every time I hear any song sung by Lady Gaga, I always think of Eric Cartman uh, singing. Um, I think it's Bad Romance, uh, but it it might have been one of her other ones. I can't remember. But. Are you sure it's not Poker Face or Paparazzi? Oh, right. I think it's Poker Face. <laughs> so, but God, it just as soon as I saw her name pop up on there, the, I just immediately thought of Eric Cartman singing that, and then him singing Sail Away too. I was uh, going to say Sail Away is his. That's best song. the best. Oh, no, I agree. I just love the fact that if anybody starts singing or humming Sail Away, he has to sing the entire song. Um, from start to finish, I just nice. Anyway, um, absolutely love it. That, that was, was more a, for that fun. was a great album back then. Chef Aid, so yes, yeah. Chef Aid. <laughs> that was a great so, album. That is funny. So. Yes, this is a really good one. Those well, are my, good. Those are my picks. I'm gonna like, leave okay. you guys to it. Um, and you can I'll, you get it. You'll jump in. Yeah. I know you will. I will. But you do much more research than I do. So anyway, is that you me or you to go. Well, I'll go because I've really just got one other than my list of other albums that I have. Rad. No, it's not. Really? I mean, I knew that I have that. I have that earmarked for you because you knew it was uh, <laughs> Switch Engage earmarked for you and yes. Double Driver earmarked for you. Yep. So and so, Sepultura earmarked for you. See, so. I'm not as much of a Sepultura fan as I am Kill Switch, Double Driver, and Lamb of God. And Lamb of God, yes. Yeah. Because I've actually seen all three of those bands in the exact same concert in Kansas Ooh, wow. City. So I will tell that story later. It's a great okay. story. So so my one album, other than Chevelle, that, that Yunt stole from me, um, was The High End of Low from Marilyn Manson. Uh, yeah. It's another hidden gem. Uh, it's not very well known. It's not. But true Manson listeners are going to, they dig it. Yeah. Um, Into the Fire is probably my favorite song on the album. Um, it's got a great guitar solo in it, which is very rare for Marilyn Manson because he's so in control. Yep. 
Um, but other good songs on it were Devour and Leave a Scar, Running to the Edge of the World, and Four Rusted Horses. Um, so, I mean, it's that's five songs on one album. That makes for a solid album for me. Yeah, um, that th- I saw that one on there, but candidly, that's one of the one of the albums that he's done that I really haven't given a whole lot of listen to over the years. It, it was almost kind of the transition. It's in that weird spot for him where he kind of starts to get a more a little bit more bluesy mm-hmm. with some of his stuff, um, a little more experimental. So I really dig it. Um, yeah, there are there are a couple of years. It might where be one of his best albums. He so. he released a couple albums in pretty short succession between each other. Um, and yeah, I agree. He kind of did this transition thing where late 90s or yeah, late nineties, early two thousands, it was heavier and you know, it was really dark shit. And then he, well, it's still dark stuff, but he just did a transition and you know, I, it's actually pretty nice. I kind of like the music that he's put out lately too so i I'm like all of his stuff and it just kind of depends on the mood i'm in i can go he's awesome in concert album. too so oh yeah i've seen him a couple times yeah great when he co-headlined with slipknot i was like jesus this is awesome like it was <laughs> it was one of the best concerts that i've ever seen but you know when he came out and played beautiful people i still that's one of my i know it's cliche or whatever but it's one of the best songs that he's and I, every time I hear it, I just, I go nuts for it. And when I saw it live, shit, that was back in 2016. It was, it. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> it was super yeah. awesome. Yes, exactly. So if I have to pick a third one off of my list, um, I think I'll go Architects, Hollow Crown. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys like Architects at all. I but. do. I I do personally um and you were the person that actually turned me on to them as a band yay yeah (laughs) yay yay cool (laughs) neat so is that is that all your stuff you've got more oh no i got i got a whole bunch of stuff i was gonna say albums that came out stuff like you know pussifer had an album c is for cunt well, the, I don't think that's the name of the album. What is that? What it's C is for, and then there's a big long. It's a huge long title. Um, I'm gonna look it up. Nice, because it's pretty hilarious, actually. Absolutely. So you touched on a couple. Bands. C is for, and then it's please insert sophomore genitalia reference here. Yes. You know, any, anything that Maynard does is pretty much gold to me. So Yes, I, I would agree. Um, if you want to go something kind of off-color that's not metal, mm-hmm. uh, but I really listened a lot to back then, would have been 30 Seconds to Mars, This Is War. You know, um, I, I have this kind of love-hate relationship with 30 Seconds to Mars. I love Jericho as an I do too. actor. And I've seen 30 Seconds to Mars twice. Really? Yes. And they're a decent band. I don't... And I think that they have a lot of... I know Jared Leto has a great voice and, you know, tremendously talented and whatnot. Their first album, one of the best things about them was the fact that it was a joke. 
in the industry, everybody said, oh, look at this actor You're trying to make it make as it. a musician. Never going to make it. Well, they're, he's more popular as a musician now, and it actually boosted his acting career. Yes. I mean, no, I, I, they were wildly popular. Absolutely, so. they were. And he is an amazing talent. I think the music, though, it's, it's kind of a hybrid between, it's, is it heavier rock? Is it metal? It's not metal. But it's it's not metal. It's not. Is it rock or is it alternative? Is it hip hop? Right. It, like where do you where do you what kind of genre do you put it's it in? It's wild. But and I think that's why that draws me to that kind of stuff. And I saw that we talked th- previously about bands that it's like if you can't place your finger on where they fall, I kind of dig them. Yeah, I I'll give you that. And actually, Skugs will like this poll. They opened for Red, the band Red. And I remember it's a Christian metal band. I know, but they opened for him. And then who did headline for that? It might have been Rob Zombie. But anyway, really, it, it was an odd concert. But I just remember thinking, yeah. I get it, but I don't. And that's kind of what Thirty Seconds to Mars is for me. Like, I recognize the talent. I just don't know if it's a band for me. Sure. So I get that. And here's another one that this is one of my least favorite albums of theirs, mm-hmm. but I absolutely love the band. And it's a band we're never going to get to see again. Oh, Mudvayne. Oh, Mudvayne's great. Yes. Love Mudvayne. It was a self-titled album. Mudvayne it was like their fifth album yep. that came out that year. Um, just didn't, it's not my favorite album of theirs, <laughs> but um, I just love everything they do. I even like Hell Yeah a little bit. I, now that they're starting to sound a little bit more like Mud, Mudvayne. Well, because but. I think they've realized that Mudvayne is never going to get back together. And then the... Yeah, but the the guitarist got kicked out of Hell Yeah. He did. And actually, I just saw this on Facebook literally two days ago, where the old drummer, guitarist, and bassist from Mudvayne, they formed a new band... I can't remember what it is. It was pretty obscure, but um, anyway, they're still making music. They're they're getting back they? together, yeah. But I, okay. I don't think Mudvayne as a band will get back together because I think, you know, hell yeah, like you said, they've gotten too big now, and especially with Vinnie Paul now dying, I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna con- continue to make music as a tribute to Vinnie Paul. Okay. I can see that. I think. I mean, it feels... And I remember listening to interviews with Chad, who's the lead singer, you know, the Uh the lead singer. Lead singer. um, That he's pretty much 100% committed to Hell Yeah. Like, he's been in Hell Yeah now longer than he was ever in Mudvayne. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yes, it is. Because I remember one of the first concerts that I ever saw, like club show was Mudvayne. And I was like, oh my God, what the hell is this? And that's... Dig? That's, I mean... Yes, that, the LD50 was yeah. one of the most amazing albums of the time when it was released. And I remember seeing Mudvayne for the very first time going like, who is this band? And that's when I saw a lot of the same new metal bands 
Uh, yep. So it was Mudvayne, Static they fit X, that new metal. Power yep. Man 5000, Dope, Slipknot, even though Slipknot's kind of grown above the new metal genre. But they, they have. They're their own but thing. They, but they were involved in the new metal thing. And I remember, so I would see all of those bands in addition to Seven Dust, Coal Chamber, yeah. uh, oh. all... And they would come to Des Moines incredibly frequently because of Slipknot. And so I saw, in one year, I saw Mudvayne four times because they just wow. they just kept coming. Uh, because I of wish Slipknot. I could have seen them. Oh, my God. They were they were phenomenal, and I've seen I can't even remember how many times I saw Mudvayne, but but no, they're they were great. I wish they would come back and reunite, but I just don't see that happening. No, I don't think it'll ever happen. And you just you just mentioned this band, but Static X, yes. Cult of Static, came out in '09. Yeah, so um, Static X again, another one of those new metal bands that. The first time you saw him with Wayne Static and his hair sticking straight up and, you know, Push It was their first big kind of hit off of their uh, first... That was my favorite album. Well, so. and I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is heavy. <laughs> and <laughs> like uh, Wisconsin Death Trip, right? And, yep, yep, Wisconsin Death Trip. And the first time I heard Push It... I remember being in the pit for the first time that that song was played, and it just got absolutely insane. So, uh, you know, Static X is, you know, God rest uh, Wayne Static, but that's another great new metal band, new metal album. Uh, yeah. If we, if we want to stick on the new metal real quick, Papa Roach Metamorphosis mm -hmm. came out. And I just um, I just read an article too that Jacoby Shaddix is on eight years of sobriety. Is he really? Is it, so it's been about eight years since our music was relevant. <laughs> um, no, I'm just, I joke. I joke. Um, but I haven't liked them in quite some time. But I used to love them. Um, actually, the other day I was driving with my wife, and uh, I don't remember how Papa Roach got to playing. But I said I was driving my mom somewhere back in high school. And it must have been like my senior year. It had been like 99, 2000. Mm -hmm. And the uh, Infest had came out. Yep. And the I'm trying to remember the name of the song, but it was like, fuck your money, fuck your possessions. Yeah. Um, my, I was driving my mom to the dentist or some, some shit, and uh, that song was playing on my car stereo. And she's like, mm, that's nice. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> You know, I was like, "You're missing the message, Mom." I'll, like, I'll listen to Infest, but only as a last resort. But up bumps, dad jokes. No, <laughs> oh, they just keep coming. Oh Christ! So, so real quick, let me talk about just a couple others, or I'll just mention them. Um, Devil Wears Prada, yep, uh, with Roots Above and Branches Below came out. Uh, a Skylit Drive, Adelphia. Okay, I haven't out. listened to that in a long time. It's been a long time since I have. Um, actually, so A Skylit Drive, that was when I was driving to Tahlequah for my one class I had to go to. Um, it was an hour away. We would like send music back and forth kind of throughout the day as I was coming across stuff. I mean, that's how much we were just into Apple Music and sending music. Sure. Back and forth. And a Skylit Drive was one that I know I was sending at that time. Um, I sent it 
several times. I was like, you guys got to listen you've, to these guys. You've said um, it to me before in the past. Yep. I mean, they put out, um, I'm trying to remember the name of the album now, Dive or Drive, maybe. It's one of those. Uh, then they put out a re-release of the album, but it was all acoustic of the same exact album. Um, and it's equally as fantastic. So I like it when bands do that. I do too. Um, if it, it changes it, but it's still the same song. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did it every single song on the album in the same exact order. It wasn't, That's hey, we're going to cool. take these three songs and make them acoustic. It was, we're going to do the whole album just acoustic. And so like that was it. super cool. I like super hard to do. It. Yeah, and I like it when, like, uh, for instance, Korn, when they did their Unplugged album, that was really cool. That's one of the best Unplugged episodes ever. I agree. So, and Falling Away yep. From Me on that album is yep. the best. So Falling Away From Me is probably my all-time favorite Korn song. Oh, so. it's such a good one. Got the Life, up there. Got the Life is my favorite Korn yep. song. but uh, I think Falling Away From Me might falling, be mine. Yeah. So Nice. Um, Born of Osiris, A Higher Place came out. Yeah, you've sent that to me over the years. O Sleeper, Son of the Morning. Okay. And Between the Buried and Me, The Great Misdirect. Oh, Between the... I haven't... That's another band that I haven't listened to in a while, but that's good. Yeah. So, lots of music came out in 09. So... That I... I listen to the bands currently. I might not have listened to the album in a while, but... Um, yeah. So I think what I'm going to so, talk about. I left you yours, right? The, you did. I, I left you a few. No, no, and actually, the three that you left me, I can plug into one long story. Actually, so Lamb of God came out with Wrath. Killswitch Kill Engage came out with their self titled album that particular year. And then Devil Driver came out with Pray for Villains. Mm-hmm. So. In 2009, when all of those albums were released, those three bands plus Soilwork all went on. Oh wow! All went on tour together. So, my buddy Justin at the time, and then Kino, we all drove down from Des Moines to Kansas City to see that show on a Saturday night, and it was just before Christmas, and that has relevance to the story. So anyway, so we go down there on a Friday night and we party in Kansas City, which Kansas City is an awesome town to party in and we went to yeah, we went to Westport and we went to all the bars there. So we went to Kelly's and we went to Westport's is cool. I like Harpo's Westport. and yep. and all that kind of stuff. Did you go to the Power and Light District as well? We did not go to the Power and Light District because it wasn't to the venue or the hotel. But I've okay. been to the Power and Light. It's okay. Uh, I love it. I have a lot of different. I like stories. Westport better. I like. I agree. I love Westport. So. So anyway, so this was in December, and we go down there. So we go down there Friday night, and then we go to the show on Saturday. And Soil Work, whom I had never seen before, they opened up, and I was blown away, and. So I got into Soil Work, and they're also a Swedish band, so I kind of felt the connection with them because of the whole In Flames thing. I believe Soil Work... Side note real quick. Yes. Us three, we're getting ready here in October. To see. Uh, to go to a concert, right? Fuck yeah. Who are we going to go see? Lamb of God and In Flames. And? Megadeth. And? 
There's a fourth Devil Driver. Is there Devil Driver? No. No, I don't know who. Who else is it? Anyway, there's a fourth man. So soil work. (laughs) So soil soil work open, and that's right when they released the Great Divide, and that's a really good album. To it. So after soil work, then it was Devil Driver, and that was the very first time that I ever saw Devil Driver. And if you listen to a Devil Driver album, you obviously know that they're an incredibly heavy band. Des, the old lead singer from Cole Chamber, Cole Chamber, fo- yep. formed a new band, Devil Driver. So he's now had Devil Driver way beyond when Cold Cold Chamber was a band, because uh, I think Cold Chamber only released maybe three to four albums. Actually, they released one back. It was probably close to 2010 um, where they kind of reunited, but then it didn't last very long. But anyway, so Devil Driver, uh, they were they put on a great show. That was the first time that I ever saw them. And then Killswitch Engage came out. And they put on a phenomenal show. They had some, some pyro, but it was more of a light, light laser show than it was anything else. And they just played everything that is Killswitch. But that is actually when uh, Howard was the lead singer of Kill Switch, as opposed to Jesse. Um, and okay. so, yeah, so that was awesome. Uh, but then Lamb of God comes out, and they're the headliners. And they were about halfway through their set, and they started, Now You've Got Something to Die For. And they were about halfway through that song when they blew a fuse or whatever and all of their equipment, all their lights, everything just went dark. And so they stop because something technical happened. And so they're trying to figure it out. So the house lights come up and the crew is trying to frantically figure out, okay, what's the problem? And then, you know, after about 10 minutes, they just... Like, they fried a circuit or something. I don't know. And Randy comes out, and he goes, All right, so we've, we're having technical difficulties, and we, uh, we just can't, we can't get the light show back on. And he goes, But that, that's never stopped us before. And he goes, We didn't blow our amps or anything, so you can still hear us. And he goes, Is it okay if we continue our set, you know, with the house lights on? And the crowd goes wild, and he goes, Are you fucking ready, Kansas City? And everybody just, you know, he just builds the crowd. And he goes, All right, well, we're just going to continue where we left off. And he goes, One, two, three. And they start, Now You've Got Something to Die For, exactly where the power cut off from. Like, it was one of the most amazing things that I ever seen ever saw because they were literally halfway through the song power got cut out and then they started 15 20 minutes later in the exact same spot and he just goes one two three and boom they just put it on the show and it was just with the house lights up it wasn't with any of their pyro any of their light show it was just straight up music for the rest of the night and that's the one thing that really resonated with me because interviews with randy and all of the lamb of god guys and they say they do not put out 
if they can't produce it live. Like, they're really loyal to their fans. Which is and rare. They really, and they really want to make sure that if they produce something on an album, that they can recreate that consistently on tour. And I think that really just shows the amount of talent that they have, the amount of commitment that they have to their fans. And, you know, they just really give the music... It really just comes to the forefront of what they do. And I think that's the one Lamb of God among all other that I've seen throughout the years that I respect the most is that they give it their all for their live show. And it's unfortunate that Chris Adler, you know, has recently departed. They're getting ready to come out with a new album. And I think because of their consistency, because of... You know what they do as a band. I think it's great. You know, for audiences that they create what they do night in, night out, without any flaws. But, and I don't know this to be true. This is just no. my opinion. But I think that that's why Chris left the band is because it was just getting too cookie cutter. Because they do the same thing all the time, so consistently, and he wanted a little bit of variation from the band. So now is he so here's the thing Adler was he's been associated with Megadeth mm-hmm. as their drummer mm-hmm. is he their drummer right now not right now he's not um which so it's funny that you bring that up so on Megadeth I don't think their most recent album but maybe two albums ago Chris Dystopia Adler, right Dystopia yes so yeah. Chris Adler did all the drums for Dystopia, and he went on the touring cycle and all that kind of stuff. And then Dave Mustaine, over the past year, he got throat cancer. So they went on hiatus, and now Dave Mustaine is getting back into shows. You know, he's recovered from the cancer. Great. Um, but now, coincidentally, Lamb of God and Megadeth are doing the mega cruise tour where they're now going on and doing their tour with Lamb of God. But right, Chris that's Adler what I was kind of. I was kind of curious. Chris, He's not with them. But Chris Adler is. Understand it. Chris Adler is not the drummer for Megadeth now. Okay. Which all these bands are now starting to do these cruises, which Slipknot is now doing a knot fest. On a cruise? Caribbean cruise, which it really? just seems weird. It just seems weird to me because one, I don't associate going to a concert on a cruise ship. But then two, is a cruise ship, and I've not been on a cruise ship, so this shows my kind of naivete on the whole thing. But is a cruise ship really large enough to do an entire festival? Not a festival, I wouldn't think, but maybe they are. But they're doing not fest on a cruise ship. Yeah, but if you have like you know a thousand people that are paid for the cruise, you know it's kind of a little more yeah. personalized show. I agree, it's absolutely. I think there's more than a thousand people on a cruise ship. Oh, maybe, personally. but I, I think so. I think it's super weird. I don't get it. So I'm with you. But like, so what if they get into like rough seas and they're just. Like, Corey Taylor gets, like, 
seasick and he throws up in the middle of the stage i guess it wouldn't be much different than what he currently does but still it's like (laughs) on a cruise ship and then it kind of seems to and maybe this is again just my naivete about the whole situation but it seems like uh a cruise ship is really kind of a sellout right i don't know i don't mean it's not selling out but are you saying the next thing they'll do is show up in branson is that? <laughs> I mean, what do you? They're, where do you go from yeah, a cruise ship? Like you go from a cruise ship to Branson. They're going to do the, I the Grand Palace. They're doing the Grand Palace. Or the the so Branson Bell. Grand Palace. <laughs> the Branson Bell. The Branson Bell. Super tiny. That will never hold. I don't even know if it could hold the entire Slipknot entourage. Like. Yeah. No, I agree. This whole cruise thing is really strange. I, I just don't understand it. I can't wrap my head around that. But maybe just more intimate shows, you know, obviously a limited audience, I guess, maybe. Yeah, I've been the, to some limited the audience that, the, shows, and those are amazing. Um, when but the I, thing when I saw, about oh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, when I saw Marilyn Manson at the Brady, and they only sold lower bowl, they didn't sell the upper level tickets. I yeah. mean, that was awesome. Um, well, but I think when you associate, though, a festival with a concert yeah. or a band, that just screams to me large, large, enormous crowds. And yeah. it just seems to me like, can you really do a festival or a festival setting on a cruise ship? It just, I don't know. There's a little bit of a disconnect for me. Maybe I'm completely off my rocker, and maybe there's other people in our audience that could call in next time, even though we don't take calls. Uh, <laughs> or, and we also don't care. Call, so. Unser will get this, but call 1-800-GO-FUCK-YOURSELF. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. So anyway, I'm obviously we're way off tangent. But I think overall, though, my... Uh, the th- three top picks that I have for 2009 would be Lamb of God, Killswitch, and Devil Driver. Obviously, I saw the tour with all three of those bands, and they put out incredibly solid music, but I would say, kind of in closing for me, Wrath by Lamb of God is yep. probably... I'm going to say it's their best album. I really... I don't know. Sturm is one of mine. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I, I, I think I yeah. They they have a lot of Wrath is probably my second favorite album of theirs. They they have a lot of really great albums, but I think with me and and Stat, you'll attest to this and appreciate this. The one thing that I really we'll love about Wrath is they have a really good intro into the yes. album with the passing and then it goes into in your words then set to fail contractor uh, the album has this flow to it it has that, a really great flow it, yeah. yes yes uh, it, you, and you don't see that very much in, in albums yeah um yeah th- that album has a distinct ebb and flow and just it, it was very well thought out the way they placed the songs where they did and, and the in-betweens between them yeah no excuse uh i think also i think 
I don't want to put words in Kino's mouth, but I think that Wrath is one of Kino's all-time favorite albums as well. Just for all the reasons that you just said, it flows so incredibly well. Yeah. And it it just hits on every single note. So those are my three bands for 2009. It was a really good year for for metal. Is a really good move, uh, year for movies, and uh, it's one of those years that I can remember really vividly as well. So, chalk it up is one of the best ones that I've ever uh, experienced. Yeah, it was a great year. It was. I agree. I'm not gonna lie. Yep. So, and just to recap, Ninja Assassin is on Netflix. I had some downtime <laughs> while. Listening oh, it is. Okay. It's also on so, iTunes, and you can buy what? it for twelve ninety nine or rent it for two ninety nine. Oh, you could just you watch it. I'm Netflix. not gonna. I'll just watch it on Netflix. But, so there you go. Super awesome. All right, so uh, good recap. Uh, always appreciate your guys' uh, insight into music. Um, yeah, you were a little absent there. What happened? No, I was here. I was He's always listening. absent. So, <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> so I just, I just kind of, yeah. Kind of like I am with the movies. I'm not as prevalent with Turns the movies. Turns out that you, you and I are pretty so, passionate about music. Yeah, uh, music is where you get me. That's why I'm here. I yeah. think so. Eh, nothing wrong with that. So. No, nothing wrong. At okay. All. Well, in the process, uh, while I was waiting here, um, I did a little uh, spinning of the random wheel. Um, Ooh, and okay. I couldn't remember. So, uh, 2000 popped up, but then I was. We haven't done 2000. We, no, oh, we have. We okay. have not. We have well, not no. done 2000. And then 2005 popped up because I I spun it again because I was worried. We haven't done 2000. We had already. So, uh-uh. I'll let you guys pick between. So probably what you should do when you, when you roll that thing is you should eliminate the ones that we've done. Yeah. Well, it's a free app. Uh, I'm not, <laughs> not eliminating all the numbers, but yeah, maybe next time I'll write them down. So let's yeah. just do. Um, so I'll, in the year you just gotta go to randomize this. All right. We can do two thousand with that. Let's see. That was my that, dude. That was the year I graduated high school. That's gonna be a great year. Yeah, we got vitamin C. So, we got yeah. uh, year two. We got a lot of good stuff in two thousand. So, all right. Well. Um, which was 20 years ago, which is really fucking nuts. Yeah, that's incredibly depressing. So I was still in right. college. Anyway. My senior year of high school. Nice. So. All right. Well, this has been a great, this has been a great year. This has been a good yeah. one. Anything else so. you guys want to talk about before we leave? No, I think we've pretty well covered all of them. So, okay. so I would so. say in closing, Obviously, I talked earlier about movies, so Jojo Rabbit, Amity Affliction, um, but everybody really does need to check out uh, Knives Out. But yeah. then I actually Lab- just watched it a, a couple nights ago. It was really good. It's so. a great movie. They have the first single from their newest album out called They Checkmate. Do. You need to check it's that awesome. because it's, it's very, it's, really good. it's not Chris Adler. You can tell it. That it's not Chris Adler. It's not as technical. It's still great. It, it's still, it's a good still song. great. The thing, and it's still Lamb of God. If I, if I'm going to criticize the, the one single, it's this, and it has nothing to do with the actual song itself. And obviously, they haven't released the entire album, so I have no idea what the rest of the album sounds like. 
it sounds like a Lamb of God album, which is yeah. great on many, many fronts. But I want to see what they do on this album to elevate themselves because they that single didn't do it. Like it's it's definitely a Lamb of God single, but you could put it on any album. It's it doesn't yeah. differentiate itself for me. So I hope that the rest of the album they differentiate themselves at least in a little way. I don't want them to sacrifice their overall sound or what their identity is. You got to stay true to your roots, right? But I hope that it takes it maybe a little bit differently. Uh, I don't know. That's just kind of some of my initial thoughts. But those, that's just it. That's, that's all I got to close with. So, All right. Well, thanks again for listening, and tune in next time for yeah. the year 2000. We're up to, what, 172 <laughs> listens now total? Yeah, pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> what is that broken down by, like, eight episodes? Uh, about 20, about 25 each. So yeah. We appreciate everybody listening and all that. Thank jazz, you, guys. We so. appreciate Thank you, friends. We would, so. we, we would still keep doing it without you, but we do appreciate you. I do. Yeah. One, I think it's a lot of fun, but two, I do yeah. appreciate because there are like, oh, it's it's our close friends that listen to it, but they actually listen to it, <laughs> and I really thank you guys. I really yeah. actually appreciate it. And then I was talking to my buddy Mikey D. Hopefully, he listens to the end of this one, but he was like, "Fuck!" Now I know what I'm going to listen to on my commute because he. He commutes from Nevada all the way down to Des Moines every day. And I was telling him about our podcast. And I was like, dude, you got to listen. And he goes, fuck, might as well. So he's going to start listening. So I'm gonna, I sent the link out to the other group of friends. And hopefully they uh, latch on and, and listen to all the stupid shit that we have to say. Yeah. And maybe yep. at some point we can uh, kind of create our, our you know, 2009 list of best music and and best movies put it up there and we yeah. just add it on to the show notes and such so if anybody does because if you're not taking notes and writing everything down while we're going through it it can be kind of hard so next time uh, grab a pen and paper man it's so, not we need hard. to create a Jesus. website and i know that that's going to be down the ways but we need to create a website with content yeah. Well, 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 let's just get through this episode, and then we'll we'll go from there. So, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. One, figured, one episode. Of this this is all going to be edited out, right? <laughs> oh no, no we're no, leaving this all is part this of it. Oh, okay. So, okay. Well, thanks again, and we'll see you soon. All right, gents. We'll talk to you soon. Later, guys. We'll all talk right. to you later. Love you, so, buddies. Love you too. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>